make it Don't make the best, you won't make it Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, brothers and sisters around the world, we have here Yasmina Jade from Kamina High Vibe Frequency Hotel. How's it going, girl? Hey, hey. <laughs> All right. So, Yasmina, you have been causing quite the uproar, not just in Gold Coast, where you're based, but all around the world. It seems like the Australian government isn't too happy with you making the decision that you don't want to allow people into your salon. So what's the deal with that? Take us through what happened because i know i think it was may the 17th you made an announcement that i mean it's one thing saying that you're not going to allow people to come into your your store because they haven't received the vaccine but you've gone in the other direction and you're saying people can't enter the store if they have received the vaccination so mm -hmm. obviously that's that's quite the uh that's quite the drama so take us through your reasoning and what brought that whole thing about right okay <laughs> well um to start off you know firstly i was just i've been hearing a lot from directly from women and all sorts of different things in regards to how this shot is actually affecting our menstrual cycle and when i heard this i was like okay that doesn't sound um all right and the fact that it was affecting women who had not even had it so we could just be in the room with someone else who had had it and so that was quite alarming to me. And how it went was I was out um, having a soak at this like bathhouse and someone got into the soak tub that had had the had this shot. And I instantly was like, I need to get out of here. And I had this thought, I was like, I need to be in spaces where I know the people that are going have not had this thing. Because at this point in time, we have no idea what it's actually doing to us and how it's affecting ourselves and the people around us. And so I was like, that's it. I need a, I had a really strong intuitive hit. You need to put a policy in place to protect yourself, your staff and the people that come into your space. So you have a safe haven for those that are of the same belief system that this is something that is just not, not good for us, that is really toxic. And yeah, so it kind of escalated from there. And, and I kept getting this hit to like post it to post it and I didn't honestly I didn't think anything of it I was like oh I'm just gonna do this post and just my community will see it and you know they'll know where I stand but little did I know it was gonna take a life of its own and just you know obviously go global <laughs> no doubt I guess the problem a lot of people have is that they question the science behind what you're suggesting because obviously we're dealing with with women's menstrual cycle which is obviously a very it's one of these things that can be affected by so many subtle things, right? I mean, from what I understand, obviously I'm not a woman, but uh, you know, emotions, stress, that can be affected. And who knows? And the thing about this vaccine is it, it is by all means experimental. So, I mean, for me, someone that is just using my common sense, it's understandable that women would be apprehensive about the effects this, this would have on them. But I guess a lot of people that are under the, the opinion that this thing has no basis in science are saying that, well, it's 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 not right for you to be to be making that kind of a, a statement because uh, of the whole anti-discriminatory uh, argument. So how do you feel about that? I'm, I'm sure you've been getting some people that are telling you that it's it's not it's not the most ethical thing to be to be discriminating against them. And it's weird because on one hand, the government is obviously discriminating against people that have not received the vaccination. In fact, at the moment here in Australia, you can't 
you can't leave the country. Hell, I mean, you, they're looking at preventing you from leaving the state unless, of course, you've been vaccinated. And obviously, right. you, you, you won't be able to enter certain businesses. The Australian, I think it's the Australian Olympics team is not going to be able to compete unless, of course, they've been vaccinated. So obviously, there's a discrimination taking place on that level. But as soon as you say you don't want to allow people into your store, if they have received this thing, it's somehow illegal. It seems like there's a double standard play. But have you been dealing with the, uh, the backlash to, with people that think that you're, you're crossing the line? Totally. And, you know, it is double standard for sure. And it's like, well, if they can do that, then I can do this as my business. But how I'm dealing with it is at the end of the day, I'm niching, right? They say the most successful businesses are the ones that know who their direct clients are. And I was already quite niche with a high vibe frequency salon. Like that is, you know, unheard of, right? So now I've just gone, okay, I'm taking this and these are now my people. These are now my clients. And I'm just niching to a specific, you know, clientele. And and that's really what I've done. And it's been profound just by doing that. Because the salon, that focuses, it's not just a hair salon, right? I mean, from what I understand, you focus on aromatherapy, on on crystal healing and sound frequencies, and it it tends to have that whole hippie vibe. So I'm guessing a lot of people that are are obviously, you know, are are, are under that vibe. Yeah, they tend to be drawn to it. Yeah. Fully. And and the ones that are the, you know, haters or being like you're discriminating, they were never my clients, right? They were never going to be the people that would come into this sort of salon. So I've really just put the lighthouse on and been like, yo guys, the ones that align with these values and these beliefs, I'm over here. So come and, you know, come and hang out in my space. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And I'm sure that, I'm sure the, uh, the love that you're getting is intense. I mean, a lot, it's interesting. I was watching, um, I was watching some criticism. I, I watched a video, some people in UK were talking about obviously your your recent decision to uh, prevent people that have been vaccinated from coming to your salon. And they were saying that basically no one in, basically they can't think of anyone that is in support of what you're doing. And it's, it's interesting because the media always pushes this narrative that there are so few people that are in line with this kind of stuff. But as you and I know, I mean, there, from what I can, from what I saw on your, on your post, from what I'm seeing around, not just my circle of friends, but just in general, I mean, granted, they're, they're mixed reactions, but you're receiving a lot of positive love as well. What's the reception been like? Has there been a lot of hate? Has there been a lot of love? What's the general, what's the general theme here? Yeah, I would say 20 to one, like love versus hate. Like I'll go through my messages and there'll be like 20 messages of love, support, encouragement, people just praising me and going oh my god there's hope you know this is amazing and then and then people criticizing it like but it's very few compared to the support and the love that I'm getting from thousands of people all over the world like this is not just Australia I'm getting so many people from the UK so many people from America France um, Iran like all over and and my inbox is just flooded with support. My, my messages, like my phone messages, people are leaving beautiful messages. I'm having people want to donate money to my business. People are sending me gifts to the salon. People are stopping by the salon to say, hey, we fully support you. This is amazing. Like you've given us hope. So the, the positivity out of this has blown my mind. So I'm like, whoa, there's a lot of us out there over no like way more than the negative. That is so inspiring to hear because I, I feel like there is this 
there's this narrative that's, that's been pushed forward, not just in terms of people that are anti-vaxxers, or I would say people that are vaccine hesitant, but just in regards to everything that is going on, it's like everything has been skewed in this direction where uh, the, the, the media is trying to present that there are only very few people that are, are hesitant about receiving a vaccine or, or, or any of the ridiculous restrictions that are being in place. And it seems like the reality is something very different because everyone that I'm speaking to is, is a little, to say the least, apprehensive about, one, the restrictions. I mean, there's a whole human rights aspect to what is going on, right? Like free, freedom of choice. I mean, obviously that's been violated by the government imposing all of these uh, restrictions. And then of course, just the people that are uh, in favor of what you're doing, they've been marginalized and made to be anti-waxes, I call them, you know, I'm trying to keep this yeah. censored for YouTube. But it's weird now because even the very term anti-vaxxer, I, I was checking this out in the, I think it was the Mirren Dictionary just a while ago. It's now being defined as anyone that is against the mandation of vaccines. And purely from a human rights perspective, I mean, yeah. that's that's like a massive no-no. Basically, the government's saying, we're going to force you, we're going to use coercion, which is a violation of like your your human rights and Nuremberg Code, right? And then yeah. you're because you're against that, because you believe in human rights, you've been lumped into a category of people that are apparently conspiracy theorists. So it's just interesting that you're telling me, one, you're getting all of this positive feedback, no doubt. And I've actually gone, I would invite people that are saying, oh, look, mate, this is ridiculous. No one's in support of these crazy people. I would invite you to go and check out the, uh, the Kamina High by Frequency uh, Salon page and have a look at the comments, have a look at the ratio. And uh, mm -hmm. granted, there's this massive censorship that's going on. And you'll find, obviously, Facebook, YouTube, they're basically trying to prevent. Uh, I mean, your, your post, the, the post you made, I think, was May the 17th, correct me if I'm wrong. But that was flagged yeah. as misinformation, right? And yeah. the narrative we're seeing in the media is that, well, that this is, I mean, you're basically, you even having the concern that this might be affecting people. Uh, and mm -hmm. I guess this is the controversial issue, but that in of itself has been deemed as misinformation because granted you made some bold claims i don't think they're bold but i think the mainstream is going to present them as being called but you in your post you were talking about some of the some of the reactions people have had towards this and obviously there's been quite a few and yeah i mean are you are you basing this off of you mentioned that you would had your own personal experience but have you done some research in regards to uh people and what they've yeah. experienced being in contact with uh, people that have been vaccinated What's the what's the knowledge you got to bring to the table to support uh, what you? Well, what the you knowledge think? is, you know, I, I've obviously been speaking to people directly one on one. Like I'm speaking to people all day, every day. Mm -hmm. um, but then I put a call out to those that have been experiencing abnormal symptoms and things like that. And my inbox was flooded with women, especially in the hair industry or the beauty industry, that are working directly with people that have had this shot and. God, the, the story was the same. It was the same thing. You know, I have a regular cycle. And then within, you know, days of seeing this client that had had the shot, like I started experiencing X, Y, and Z. And I was like, okay, this is a theme, right? And, mm -hmm. and through also listening to all sorts of different things that um, I get sent all the time, it's like, cool, a lot of doctors are actually speaking on this. Even the Pfizer document says this is a thing. So it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm not crazy. I'm not making this up. Like we are definitely experiencing this. And, you know, I think women have been so, and I'm not going to go down the women thing, but like women have been so silenced in their intuition and in their knowing that something's not right, sure. that we're ignoring it because of, it's like, let's just 
ignore the women they don't know but sure. it's like outside the direct reflection of like what's going on absolutely i mean considering that it's you women that are obviously going to be uh experiencing the effects of this you know i mean if, if you're taking the vaccine or you're, you're simply i i mean you're, you're having contact with people and you're going to be suffering from this, I would be inclined to at least hear whether or not people like yourself want to create boundaries and things like that. But there seems to be this attitude where you can't even question the narrative, regardless of what your, your apprehension might be, regardless of even if you've had direct experiences after having taken the vaccine. I mean, the, the official narrative I'm hearing from the mainstream is that, oh, look, mate, there's absolutely no scientific evidence whatsoever to support that you, that coming into into contact with someone that has uh, has received this thing um, could affect you in any shape shape or form, particularly with your menstrual strike cycles. And we all know, I mean, I, apparently women know that the, the most subtle things can affect your menstrual cycle, like even stress. But the it, it's weird to hear such bold statements that run contrary to not only your intuition, but to actual science, you know, that yeah. there is basically no evidence to support that this thing could have any detrimental effect on on you. Uh, on, on yeah. your, your menstrual cycle when we know that there's so many things that do right for sure and it's you know it's not just the menstrual cycle it's many other things that people are experiencing but at the end of the day it's not just you know we live in a dualistic reality so it's like it can't it's not just this positive thing right mm -hmm. there's a negative to it. and and people are always going to have side effects to certain things and I guess at the end of the day, this is still in an, in an experimental phase. And that's something we need to remember when agreeing to this thing. And that, that was my biggest sense of like, mm -hmm. we are literally handing our bodies over to be experimented on. This didn't go through animal trials. This didn't go through the five to 10 year trial period. This was literally brought out like that. And we're forgetting that in the narrative and we're just handing our bodies over to be tested on. And I'm like, no <laughs> like this is a no and until we know more like keeping ourselves healthy and safe is you know is the highest is my highest value so whatever I can do I'll do and and if people yeah people are standing with me or they're not but that's been the coolest thing I've had so many people reach out and go how do I implement this policy I want to do this within my business I'm working with women now to create a directory system so we can know which businesses you know, have put this in place for those that really want to, you know, stay away from this as much as possible, just until, you know, we know how to better protect our, our immune system and our bodies. That sounds like a brilliant idea. One of the things that caught me uh, in the post that you make is that you mentioned that you contacted the, your, your insurance company, and apparently you're not liable for any damages that could uh, obviously befall your company from this vaccine. And I mean, that to me would be a red herring, you know, I mean, the fact that insurance companies are not willing to insure you it with this, but, but everyone, well, not everyone, but the media is still presenting this idea that it it's safe, mate. And can, can you tell me about like, what was this, what was the experience you had with your, so you, with your, with your insurance company? I mean, you've obviously contacted them. What did they tell you specifically about the vaccine and whether or not it was a good um, idea to go, go ahead with this. Yeah. So, so that's like a part of it, you know, there's that I got as much information as I could in terms of um, protecting the business on the liability side. Uh, like, even though Australia is not a big Sioux like a country, like if I was in the States, it'd probably be a different story, but mm -hmm. um, it was, this is an experimental thing. So it has not been passed. So therefore there will not, 
insure us they will not insure people that go and have this like there's just no insurance if something does happen if someone was to have a reaction in my shop die in my shop you know who knows people are dying from this within days of having it so it's like if they're in my space and that was to happen and the family was pissed off and they wanted to come at me and blame it on you know something that I did in the salon like that's what I was thinking Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're dealing with obvious, I mean, I know that your business deals with, um, with natural, um, natural substances and and whatnot, but I can easily foresee a situation where someone thinks that you've used something on them after they've received the boom shakalaka, I like to call it. And then of course (laughs) they, they decide to sue you for that. So obviously this is protecting yourself. That makes perfect Mm -hmm. sense to me. And the weird thing I'm finding out, finding about this entire thing is that we know as a fact that this vaccine, like you mentioned, is experimental. I mean, it hasn't actually received FDA approval. It's received an experimental, I mean, basically an emergency approval because they couldn't get the regular approval in place, which just means that they've made this cost-risk analysis and they think it's it's worthwhile pushing this thing. It's obviously bypassed a lot of the trials and so forth. And the government is still pushing this idea that, look, if you don't get this thing, then you're a bad person. And then when people like yourself want to protect yourself. Uh, I see so many people within the, uh, yeah, obviously the normies, yeah, calling you a conspiracy theorist and saying, oh, here's this crazy girl. Uh, we we got we to protect uh, people from being, being exposed to this kind of information. So they censor you. They censor your, your post. Have you received any kind of, um, I mean, you mentioned obviously the, the positive feedback you're receiving, but have you, what's some of the negative, um, have you, I'm assuming that there's been some kind of like negative bash, backlash. I mean, you've obviously had your post censored what's happening in that front um so that front well basically at the moment I'm not answering phone calls because I have had some really abusive phone calls I've had some abusive emails like obviously comments um but no one physically has attacked me or come to the salon and been like what is wrong with you mm-hmm. um so yeah it's it's that's not been fun and people just saying you know that I'm uneducated and I don't know when I'm putting people at risk and all of the story, you know, which is people, people are in fear. So they're going to create all sorts of different things, but yeah, it's, it's been pretty hardcore, like the hate aspect, but Mm. I'm also like the positivity has fully fueled me and, and been, yeah, been my support for that. Yeah. Mad props to you for what you're doing. I find that anytime you, you stand up against something that's going on. You're the, you're the first to, to do something. And look, granted, I know that there have been some other companies around the world uh, that have kind of taken the stance. There's a there's a university in the United States, I think, that uh, uh, made some uh, announcement that they weren't going to uh, they that they were encouraging their employees to uh, to stay at home, not not to come to the university if they had taken the the vaccine because they're apprehensive. But you're the first person, to my knowledge, in Australia that has done this, and uh, obviously you get a lot of support, but you also get a lot of hate. You know, I think there is this, um, there is this war that is going on right now in, in terms of, uh, in terms of politics. uh, And I'm just seeing so much. I I think the, for the first time in Australia, we're really seeing this, uh, this divide between groups of people. I'm calling it Vax Partai because you have a look at what's going on in Israel, for instance, and it's crazy there. People are essentially being, denied access into hospitals, into businesses, shops, and so forth. They, they've had ankle bracelets put on them purely because they refused refused to get 
the vaccine. And obviously, this stuff has been taken up in, in courts, like apparently they're looking at having a another Nuremberg trial to, to get to the heart of this, because this is absolutely unlawful. But as a result, we've seen these two groups of people, two groups in society have been created. And I feel like on some level, this is happening here. Where is the media is presenting this narrative that everyone is in line with this thing? Anyone simply, I mean, I, I spend a lot of my time, I, I tend to, I try to be a bridge between the normies and the, the hippies. And I have a big circle of friends and family. And I'm finding that granted, there are a lot of people that are, you know, gun ho They're like, oh, you, you're one of these crazy conspiracy theorists. Why haven't you, why aren't you getting the vaccine? But there are so many people that are vaccine hesitant. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's this massive war that's taking place right now, I think in, in terms of, uh, yeah, public opinion. And I think the media is trying to present it as if it's just one-sided when it could not be further from the truth. And I guess, um, I know that part of your business is all about grounding yourself. It's all about finding harmony, peace. I mean, how, how, what, what have you been doing in terms of like uh, trying to stay, stay sane with what's going on? Because obviously we're in some pretty trying times right now. Yeah, it's, it's massive and I'm highly sensitive, highly, highly sensitive. So I, the ways in which I stay like coherent, grounded, balanced is mm-hmm. definitely being outside so connecting to the earth, whether it's out in nature, whether it's out at the beach, having baths, being in water, um, calming down my nervous system. So with breath work and meditation, journaling helps. Um, and yeah, just doing things that bring my system back into parasympathetic. That's just like number one. So yeah, and, and the salon is completely designed to drop people into parasympathetic. So it's sure. like getting out of the stress response. So tell us a bit more about your salon, because, uh, I mean, e- even the name kind of denotes something which is outside of the, the ordinary, right? I mean, high yeah. vibe. I mean, obviously, this is dealing with uh, not just your typical uh, uh, business. I mean, you're dealing with a lot of uh, spiritual, metaphysical uh, issues, uh, topics here. It, what do you do outside of just doing people's hair? I mean, do you want to tell us? I, I know it's a new business. You recently just started this. What made you put this whole thing together? And what are the things that you do in your business that kind of separate you from, I guess, the normal hair salons that people might experience? Yeah, so um, I, I'm quite, I guess, spiritual in, in my way of being. I was brought up very, um, yeah, very spiritual and into yoga. My mom and dad were both yoga teachers and all of the things. So I grew up on organic foods and natural medicines and all of that. So that's in my upbringing. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed through my 16, 17 years within the hair industry, how toxic it was, how unhealthy the hairdressers were, how toxic the environments were on, you know, not just the product front, but the conversations, the loudness, the music, the people that went in there. Like, and I, me being highly sensitive and and also into more natural um, products and all of that, I was like, oh my God, I need to create an environment that is the complete opposite of what these hair salons are. And so Kaimia High Vibe Frequency Salon is that. It's an environment that is basically like you're coming into my house. You're coming into a beautiful, relaxing environment where you don't have to think anymore. You don't have to make decisions. You don't have to do. You literally can just be. And for women, this is so healing because we're constantly you know, doing the things for everyone, especially mothers, right? They're constantly on, doing for their children, putting everyone else first. So it's like a space where women, especially women, can just come in 
and be and be looked after and actually drop into more of the parasympathetic nervous system. So it was a space designed because I wanted a space like this that I could go to. I wanted a hair salon that had, you know, beautiful, um, I have different playlists, but beautiful music that is just peaceful and, and calming. And, you know, the basin experience is like the lights are down. You have a hot towel treatment, aromatherapy, like deep massage. Like it's just a really beautiful, nourishing, nurturing experience. And people don't want to leave. Like they literally want to just like stay in the salon all day. As soon as they walk in, they know that it's a space that's, that's nourishing, that's safe. I've got it gridded up with crystals. I do a lot of prayer work in there. Like I've set the intention and the space in a really particular way. So it is high vibe. It's not loud. It's not bombarding. It's not overstimulating for the nervous system. It's a space that you can really just like calm down and be in. That sounds absolutely tranquil. I'm just imagining the salon now. In fact, I saw some images on your on your fan page and I, I could imagine going there and just falling asleep and then you're trying to kick me out. You know, I'm snoring. I kind of have a habit of doing that. But that's that's awesome. So, yeah. uh, wow. <laughs> so, I, I mean, <laughs> you've only had this business going for about a month or so, I'd imagine. And um, uh, Six, seven weeks now. Six, seven weeks, okay. And what's the, the turnout been like since uh, this ordeal took place? It's been incredible. It's like, it's been incredible. And I've got, you know, even just now, I just got off the phone before I jumped on here and a woman called up to make an appointment and she's like, I'm driving down from Brisbane to come see you. I've not had the shot and I'm not going to have the shot. And I'm so excited to come into a space where I feel like the people get me. And that's what I'm noticing. The clients that I'm getting now are like, oh my God, we feel heard, seen and understood. And that's something that, you know, I think for those of us that are of, this belief system that we're we're wary of this and we're questioning it a lot of us feel isolated and alone in that belief system so for people mm -hmm. to have a space an environment that's fully supportive of um you know questioning the narrative so to speak people are loving it like i'm, I'm having the best conversations i've ever had within my whole hairdressing career because i've set the container of like this is what we're about and yeah getting the most incredible clients ever. That's awesome. So I'd imagine this policy that you've, that you've implemented, uh, I mean, is this something that stretches into your, your everyday life as well? Like are you, are you the kind of person that is separating yourself from people that have been vaccinated? I mean, how does this work in your social life? Uh, is, what, what's happening there? Are you like, uh, have you been, <laughs> that must be a weird conversation. Waiting, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm super blessed that my community of, of friends and people around me are of the same belief system. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not needing to kind of screen the people that are really close to me, but I definitely um, am hesitant to go to certain environments. Like I am, you know, I don't go to the supermarket to shop. I never have. But if I need to go in there, I'm kind of a bit just like put, put my shield up and a bit more guarded. Sure. Um, so yeah, it's, that's, I'm still navigating that. That's kind of still a bit of a gray zone. I'm like, okay, you know, I don't want to fully isolate myself, but at the same time, my health is my priority. So sure. Sure. Cause, uh, I mean, I've had this conversation a few times, um, with, uh, with some of my friends in regards to what's going on, you know, cause granted, I think a lot of people are apprehensive about exposing themselves to, uh, 
to people that haven't been vaccinated, you know, because they're worried about this whole thing. And I'm not going to get into that whole side of things, but there, understandably, there are a lot of people like yourself that are obviously concerned about expo- the the consequences that could come from exposing yourself to someone that has received the vaccine, considering that it is experimental. And one of the things that we've seen recently, just a, a couple of days ago, I think the White House started implementing this policy where they're actually incentivizing. I mean, obviously, we're seeing incentives take place in all areas of business, but now even on dating apps, they're actually trying to marginalize anyone that hasn't received the vaccine. So there's basically going to be this push now to, for people to show their vaccine status in, mm-hmm. in the realm of dating when they're using these apps. And obviously everyone's in lockdown here in Melbourne, Australia, and this is going to be the, the norm, I would imagine, for quite some time to come. So in the realm of dating, society, like interactions with people, I feel like it's going to be this weird thing now. Because granted, last year there was this thing where uh, people were actually, I, I, I found it weird. Actually, I went on a date last year and someone was wearing a mask and I was like, what the what? Like this is actually a thing. And I, I'm trying to imagine what it's going to be like for, for people like yourself that um, obviously you're interacting with people and uh, don't want to be exposed to people that have that have received the vaccine. Yeah. You know, I mean, is this something that you've had a conversation about with your family, your friends? Yeah, so it's uh, my mom and dad are fully on board with my belief systems around this, although the extended family are not. And so that makes it a bit more difficult. But like, for instance, my mom's partner, you know, he's he's open to these things. And I'm just like, okay, well, he, he does get it. The consequence of that is I will not be visiting. Like I will not be put, I will not be putting myself in close proximity to him. And, you know, I like it's, sad but it's also like this is this will be what I put in place until I know how to better protect myself um and so with you know in regards to dating and stuff I was speaking to a girlfriend the other day and it's like I would literally like rather not date like or I will be very strict with like finding out if they have had this shot or not because it's just yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 weird because where is um in our society I feel as if discrimination is supposed to be this thing which is frowned upon uh whereas we tend to do this within the dating world i mean people you know i'm sh- like yourself i'm sure are very uh, you know are very picky in regards to the people that you want to spend time with i think i may have lost you there i think i may have lost the feet you still there yasmina hello let's see if we can get oh there we are oh good i thought i lost you there for a sec you froze but yeah i was just saying obviously oh i think i'm getting a bit of a bad connection here uh Yep. Oh, can you hear me all right? Yeah. Okay, sweet. You were just kind of freezing there for a sec. But yeah, I was just saying, obviously, we do this in in terms of dating, you know, but when it comes to applying discrimination, like with your business, it still comes back to this. It's it's something that has such a, like, it's so politically charged. And uh, I mean, I feel like this is going to be the the theme of the next, uh, well, the next few years, you know, whether or not you are vaxxed whether or not you are not vaxxed, you know, I mean, it, it, the thing is, it, it falls into so many areas of your belief, because this out, outside of uh, whether or not this thing is safe or not, you know, I feel like this comes down to your, your values in terms of like, I, my, my highest value is choice. I think people should be able to decide what they do to their, to their body, right? Yeah. But the fact that the government is basically saying that we're going to essentially coerce you by putting these restrictions in place. I mean, at the moment now, uh, they're, they're looking to 
prevent you from leaving your state unless, of course, you re receive this thing. This comes to the heart of your, your values, you know, and like my whole thing is, you know, fair enough. If you want to take this thing, that's fine. Fair enough. If you don't, that's fine. But if you're going to tell me that I can't be part of society unless, right. of course, I take this thing, then, OK, we have a problem because now we're moving into the realm of human rights here. And I mm -hmm. think I mean, to me, this is like an important conversation if you're trying to decide who you're going to be be around, not because of the health, not because of the science, but purely because of the values. I mean, I and I, I guess I'm just wondering, like, how you're navigating between that whole thing. I mean, are you finding that uh, you've been having some very confrontational uh, conversations with people in your life? I mean, I sort of I find people know who I am. I'm very outspoken about this. So people tend to either just avoid me or they, they gravitate to me. But uh, what's it been like with you? Have you have your friendship circles changed ever since you came out and announced this thing? Have you gotten more friends? What, what's happening there? No, like I, I'm like you, people know where I stand and I've had an amazing friend group for years. Like I've not had to cut out people. I've, I'm surrounded by some epic humans. So that's not been a conversation for 10 years or so that I've had to actually shift out of different groups. So I'm pretty much surrounded by, yeah, people that fully get it. And, you know, we're having conversations about it, but it's not in terms of like, they believe, you know, this and that, like we're just having discussions. So yeah, it's, it's been super chilled. Well, that you were, you were obviously a very lucky person, you know, because I think yeah. one of the most difficult things in the times that we're experiencing right now is that because of the, the, the very confrontational nature of what we're dealing with, I find a lot of people are, are finding new friendship circles and it's, it's, it can, can be very messy. But um, I, I think you're a great example. You're obviously someone that is just staying true to who you are. You haven't changed at all. And, and your decision with your business is just the extension of that. And obviously you're, I mean, I'm a big believer in the idea that you, uh, your, your vibe attracts your tribe, you know, obviously you're having, and this is evident in the fact that so many people are, are, are drawn to what you're doing and it's helped you in your business. And I'm sure it's helping you in every aspect of your life. So yeah, I guess, uh, I guess you're a great example of how to, uh, how to deal with this thing, you know? Yeah. Be in the beingness of it. And it's like, just stand true to what you believe. And if you're in that, that, coherence of what you truly believe and you stand in that the people will come you're vibrating at that and you know like you said the people your tribe will find you and you will find your tribe so yeah it's not been a huge shift in my paradigm in terms of the people that I surround myself with if anything it's like in okay Yasmina I'm coming you're breaking up a little there I think we're getting a bit of lag on this uh but uh no here you are there's a beautiful face all good but <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, that's, uh, I think that's a powerful message. And uh, I'm going to wind it up. Now, I know you're obviously involved in quite a lot of different things. And uh, your business is the prime, prime focus at the moment. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to know more about you, what you're about, your business, obviously, um, what's, what's the best place to, to get in touch with you? So they could email me at chimiasalon at gmail.com or they can just get straight on my Instagram or my Facebook, um, which is chimia. The Instagram's chimia underscore high, uh, frequency underscore salon. And then the Facebook page is chimia high vibe frequency salon. Um, yeah, or my personal page, yasmina.jade. That's my Instagram page as well. So they can find me on any of those platforms and reach out if they need any support or want any more information or... Yeah. 
Fantastic. Well, Kamina, once again, thank you so much for doing what you're doing, for, for standing on the river truth and actually standing by your values. I think it's very hard to do in this time we're in now where uh, the, there's so much backlash to, uh, to speaking out against what is going on, you know, and obviously it's, it's benefited you on so many levels and I hope it inspires other people to do the same. Thank you so much for coming down on coming to my podcast and talking about this. I'm sure there are a lot of people in the world right now that want to understand the rationale behind what you're doing, but also more importantly, just see that you're a down to earth person that is just concerned about her health and has every right to do that. So I think this is going to be a great opportunity for people to, to see that. And uh, once again, uh, you, you're welcome back on the podcast, open invite anytime. You, you're a you're a conscious lastna. I love having guests like you on this thing. And once again, I respect what you're doing. Mad props, girl. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank All right. you. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Yasmina. You take care. Peace out. Thanks. God bless. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Yasmina from Kamina High Thy Frequency Salon. So, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It turns out that, uh, first of all, there are not as many people that are against what Yasmina is doing than the me- that <laughs> as the media is making out to be. And uh, yeah, she's not as crazy as what the media is presenting, that's for sure. Seems pretty down to earth to me. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we need more people like Yasmina standing out and uh, doing what they think is right in the times we're in. Be sure to like this video. Be sure to check out the Telegram group. Be sure to check out Yasmina's contacts here. I'll put the links below. And uh, let us know what you think. Drop the comments below. Show sure to rate this on iTunes. Peace out. Keep it real, ladies and gentlemen. Don't drive and text. This is the chocolate newbie and soul, brother. Like this video. Subscribe. Tell your mom. Illuminate your minds with wisdom. Strengthen your will with love. And purge all negative thought patterns from your existence. Signing out. Chris Shule. Ow! What is liberty? What the? He says you can't build muscle on a vegan diet. What's it like being a, a hottie in the vegan community? <laughs> there are no political solutions, only technological ones. The economics of the system don't allow multiple competing systems to survive. Engineering, technology, these arts of humanity, they are magic.